When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Downs ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. All right, y'all, welcome to another episode of the Pat Down, and I'm here with Chris and Dia, and I want y'all to know that Chris has told plastic dicks in his backpack this year coming up because he don't want to compete with real dicks. Hey, one of us on this podcast had sex today. Which one of us is it? Not you two motherfuckers. <laughs> Wasn't me either because I'm not fucking jazz. He's so proud of himself. Now, Chris, I don't I don't understand because you lost a few pounds and you think using both of your hands is sex. Stay tuned after the music. <laughs> both of my hands. What a- <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. It's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? It's real though. And cut the game. You get no play like Nintendo. You waste the time, turn the up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone on your desktop computer. Sherry, sweet it, ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly, turn it up and gon' repeat it. Fucking cold as fuck down here. Yeah, but your definition of cold is not normal. Like, that basement, when we used to do podcasts in that basement, it'd be 97 outside and you'd have the heater on and you'd have a blanket on you and Dion and I would be flop sweating. And I still feel bad for the Netflix guy. Oh my God. When we shot the net, have we ever talked about that? When we shot that Netflix special, they were dripping. I was telling somebody that story the other day about how you about killed those three white men. In your <laughs> One just comes up upstairs and he, he's like just pouring sweat. I'm like, are you Okay. It's like it's just a little hot down there. <laughs> it's fifty six. They were so nice too. They didn't say nothing. They were just gonna die in peace. <laughs> well, that's usually what people do when they're working. They just die in fucking peace. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Midwestern you white see, way. Speaking of dying, you see Coolio die. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. I just seen him in Indianapolis Airport one day. So I get. Get off the plane with him. He really didn't recognize him. And I was like, who the fuck is that with them little five plants on their head? <laughs> five and, plants. And then, you know, he had lost his middle hair, so you just had plants sticking out like he had stuck his finger in a socket for real. And I was looking, I was like, holy shit, that's who that Coolio. And then I realized they were playing in somewhere like Fort Wayne, Indiana at a concert. And I was like, oh, that's why they was here. Because they was on the plane with me coming in. I think I was coming from Atlanta. Yeah, he had a heart attack at a friend's house and passed away. He was, was he 60 yet? He's 59. 59. Uh, I mean, when I tell you motherfuckers are dying, I don't know if it, what, what they did when they was young to catching them. Oh, they just time. 
It seemed like it ain't stopped since we lost the queen. You're like, this bitch taking all the niggas with her. <laughs> well, that is it the English qu- queen's way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe I could death get again. you, but I get your people. <laughs> Well, make, you, you were at Bob and Tom and you absolutely destroyed it. It was so fun. You talked about Meghan Markle and everybody in the room was so uncomfortable, but I was howling. What did I say? You said, um, you you let the black people in now, we're gonna take over. You can't help it. You've started a process you can't finish or something like that, and you know, the queen died. Can you believe it? I could probably pull up the clip, but it was so funny. <laughs> And then you then you told Tom it was so sweet. You were like, "Am I allowed to say what you said?" Uh, probably not. Nope. If you have to ask, <laughs> don't I, say nigga, but you can say it everything else. Uh, it's the c word. Yes. You you just were. Th- I'll let you do it. You you just thanked everybody for you know Bob and Tom's meant a lot to your career. And next time you're in town and you see Tom, you're gonna let him suck my color titty. <laughs> Dion, when I tell you there he's was been, panic behind the scenes, he's been threatening Tom with that ever since she first got. Home. When I tell you we haven't had a panic like that since she said "piss mop," <laughs> <laughs> we had to scrub the video. <laughs> Are you not allowed to say "colored titty" online? You can say "colored," you can't say "titties" on oh. on air. Yeah, it, like you can say "nigga," but you can't say. Uh, uh, uh. Jab slap. So this like <laughs> this morning, uh, Tom just grabbed a clip of Coolio and it had the N word in it, and it was just like you said, colored titties. It was the white people <laughs> scrambling everywhere. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> what the fuck, Tom? Know about Coolio? He he knew Gangsters Paradise because of Weird Al. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Weird Al posted a picture of them too on his uh, uh Twitter. Coolio was Weird one of the Al's first people. Like, yeah, Weird Al's still alive. Yeah, he's got a movie wow. out. Yeah, he was what? he was talking about how Coolio was really pissed off when when he first did that. Yeah. <laughs> Coolio was gonna be, kick his ass for real. Mm-hmm. He was really mad at, at first. He was like. But once they talked and Weird Al explained, he's like, I wasn't trying to disrespect you. He's like, the only reason I decided to parry it was because I'm a fan of the song. Julio thought he was dissing him. He's like, no, I love your your, your music or whatever. But he did everybody music, didn't he? Yeah. Fat by Michael Jackson. Did, yeah, I about to say he did. Uh, Eat Michael It is Jack- probably my, my Eat, favorite one. Eat It! <laughs> <laughs> Well, Coolio for white suburban kids, Coolio, that song was like the one of the first songs that like kind of broke into white suburban like it was a big deal for millennials. Like you probably had Gen Gen X people, but like and then Weird Al when he did that, that broke him into Gen Z too. Like Coolio was a big deal in Plainfield, Indiana and like white American circles introducing us to rap. Whether you know that's good or bad, I, I mean, don't know. But what was the name of that movie that that song was uh, part of the soundtrack? Oh, that's that's why. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Michelle, was it Michelle Pfeiffer? She's like a teacher or whatever. Yeah, because I remember her being in the video. She's like sitting in the chair, all tough. Like mm. nobody's scared of you. Yeah. Did I don't remember. I can't remember the name. I'll of the look movie. it up. 
That's but true. I know the song was more popular than the movie. But because they put that song in the movie, Dangerous Minds. Yeah, yeah. It was in that. It was in uh, that school. That white. Um, that white lady who played the school who was a white school teacher in that fucking suburban black school. Yeah, here, let me pull up the the poster. That's what she. That's what. Uh, what was her name? Sharon Stone. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, they, they look alike. Is it, uh, yeah, it's like Lauren Hill. Yeah. Like it's like Sister Act Two. Well, we need an angsty black girl. Let's get Lauren Hill to be in the movie. <laughs> what year did that come out? Uh, I don't remember. Was it ninety five? Ninety six? I yeah, think. I fucked up my browser. Hold on. Ninety five. Yep. Yeah. Mar- Marine Luann Johnson took up a teaching position in Claremont High School. That was based on a true story, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what they never show? They never show black folks going in and cleaning up white schools. Do we do that? I I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but... <laughs> I mean, think about how many black coaches on went in and took white boys to championships, even though they had to add some of us to the team. It's true. <laughs> there was a picture of, like, Plainfield... <laughs> in the in the early 1900s in some book I was reading and they had black kids and they were like state champs of some sport I was like all right glory road to my <laughs> <team>. <laughs> I mean but somebody need to go and get the white kids off methamphetamine <laughs> <laughs> methamphetamine <laughs> whatever that shit is they be taking they need to get off ephemeral <laughs> Demoral, Demoral, Titty, y'all, whatever fucking white kid be working in your cars at night trying to get. Somebody got to say, you know, y'all, y'all too focused on trying to say the black kid. Oh, who the fuck is saving the white kids? It's true. Nobody ever saves the white kid. Why don't we do the blind side? <laughs> All right, but you, you you be Sandra you be Sandra Bullock and I'll be the Where football the player. Gonna say the white people. <laughs> yeah, I mean you, you can't jump in no water and think we're gonna save you. That's kind of what this podcast is, Miss Pat. <laughs> I heard you on KFC's podcast talking about me when they tried to steal my another another white guy trying to be cast in another role that that should go to hey, me. Hey, what you said about that white girl's nose still had me dying. I had to call her and go, "Why was you so mean?" To that <laughs> What'd she what say? She told that girl, "She say y'all buy a nigga noses now." <laughs> Because she had just got her nose done and it was still swollen. <laughs> you, someone texted me that I, I sent them the Bob and Tom clip, the YouTube clip, and they're just like, it's effortless for her because she, she works at Barstool. It's our friend Jordan. She's like, it's just amazing. Every single one of these podcasts she goes on, she fucking takes over. She destroys, just control the whole thing. It's ama- I've never seen a guest like it. Nigga, when, you, mean, was, <laughs> when you called you Charlemagne, Charlemagne bald, <laughs> when you looked at Charlemagne's hair, <laughs> let me pull that like up. You went to a restaurant and saw a roach crawling on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit back on. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that like you got no help. Don't do that. 
Don't don't be teasing me with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did y'all that the hell fucked up? I was like, damn, Charlamagne, he ain't shave that shit either. And you know when when men when, when people got receiving hairlines and they don't shave it, it look like they got a little love seat up there. They've been pushed back too far. <laughs> love love, love seat couch. <laughs> you know the whole circle look like they sitting up. It's like your head sitting on a love seat. <laughs> Oh my god! That would look like to me. I, I I don't I like my husband had grown like that. I'd be like, dude, cut your fucking hair. You're like a motherfucking salt and pepper uh, cabbage patch kid. Cut your fucking hair. Now look, you know, because I have a I have a uh, what is this called? Uh, a wig. Uh, hmm? A wig. This is called a frontal. So they whole frontal is gone. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't stand this. You make them look old. Fuck you, looking for Chris. I'm trying to find the the clip, but. My my girl Meg dot edits has not posted it, so I don't have it. No, she she be on it, dude. She's how I watch your career. I thought, <laughs> like, what's crazy is we couldn't we didn't get one in last week, and you were in Indianapolis, and you were a grand marshal, and it was like we woke up late, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching, and I see Meg edits post this great picture of you as the grand marshal of the Circle City Classic, and then Nikea walking. In the background. <laughs> yeah. That's Ashley, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, and uh, I was like, oh, shit. Because literally, you were like 10 minutes away. We were like, we got to get our pants on and get down there. But we weren't going to make it. You were So you were in town last week in Indianapolis. And it just felt like you were, felt like a homecoming. You went to Bob and Tom. <laughs> you were this, you know, parade marshal. Uh, you look bored as fuck, by the way. And through half of the life <laughs> No, no, so you see this man Cadillac, right? And this, this right. is his old school car, classic car. So they wanted me to set up on his Cadillac thing back there in the back. And he's like, look, look, <laughs> this is a class. <laughs> he was like, don't fuck up my car. <laughs> I said, tell him you own that big bitch that know that. <laughs> he was trying to be as nice as possible. He said, look, look. Look, <laughs> and when a nigga say look three times, I mean like that shit ain't gonna hold you, okay, bitch? Don't get your fat ass up on the back of my Cadillac and, and make my leather split. But it was cold. It was fun. I didn't really want to do it, but I'm glad I did it. And then I had a great time being an Indy. Yeah, and then you played the there. the biggest comedy spot, the Murat Theater with DL Hughley. How was that show? How was it was that? D- it was DL Hughley, and it was um. Uh, Sean Jones and it was uh, Ricky Smiley. Smiley. They were so funny. It was so funny. Ricky Smiley came in my dressing room and told us by the time he got shot, he was at a pay phone and uh, the nigga didn't even come to shoot him. They came to rob the nigga on the other phone. But since he said he wasn't going to give up shit, they shot Ricky to show him that they were serious. I hauled. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nigga, you Terrible. got practice shots? <laughs> <laughs> he took a warning shot for real. <laughs> And he said, after they shot him in the arm, the nigga said, hold up, I do got something to give y'all. Wow. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh my. So um, it was fun. It was good being home. It was packed, too. It was packed. Yeah, people drove all the way in for it, messaging us. Yeah. Police. I saw Lassie. Uh, yeah, you remember Lassie? Yeah, yeah. How's she um, doing? She looks good. Um, I saw a bunch of people. They, they all watched the show, and I was just like, hey, y'all, not bad. Thank y'all. But it was fun. I you was haven't been here since December, right? No, I haven't been there since I shot the 
the season one. Did you feel any nostalgia for it? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> Did you feel like you kind of missed Indianapolis a little bit? No, I went and knocked on my old my old house door where I sold the house, and the lady opened the door. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, lady, I just want to know if I got any mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I was just about to ask if you went back to Plainfield at all. That's so funny. She said I knocked on the door to get the mail. (laughs) (laughs) I showed the fuck did. I went to my old eye doctor because the eye doctor here tried to charge me a lot of money to put my prescription in some glasses. Oh, bitch, I'm not going for that. Fuck you, home. So I just went to my old eye doctor and they hooked me the fuck up. Plainfield's like the the funniest place because ever you. You never leave Plainfield. It you're you're always like stuck in that gossip circle. And I was at the garage in Mass Ave, and I ran into one of my old teachers, and she was one of your neighbors. And I said, "Oh, you're you like? Did you ever interact with them or have Garyana in class?" She she goes, "Oh my god, Garyana was the funniest student we ever had. She was the least compliant student we've ever had but she was hilarious because she walked into mr harker's history class late one day and was all made up and had 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 her hair done and mr harker said gariana are you late to my class because you went to the beauty salon and got your hair done she goes how else do you think i'm gonna get a man in this town (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she said the teachers were the teachers lounge laughing there they had to like discipline her but they'd go back to the teachers lounge and always laugh about all the shit that she said that <laughs> <laughs> goddamn Garyana is a fool you know me she is not the one to be fucked with uh-uh. and since, since we since we done she was special all she been in her room I'm like what the fuck are you in your room can you get out go get you a man go have you some fun so she this weekend she said well I'm, I'm not keeping any of those ugly kids you have I'm going out I said good is dick involved <laughs> well was it I don't think so I just think she's going to have dinner with one of her friends now she's been and she's been in Atlanta has she gotten dick down in Atlanta at least she don't smell like dick. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can say that about your daughter. <laughs> I've been smelling. I don't smell dick. What what show were you on where you were talking about Ashley's vibrators and they were so uncomfortable? Was it indie style? I forget. <laughs> no, it wasn't indie style. Uh, I think it was Charlemagne's show when I said my daughter got them new dicks that ski, your favorite drink. <laughs> no, that that was KFC. That was okay. KFC. Right. Oh yeah. How many shows have it's you so done good. in the last? Because the guy was like, uh, "I want." What do you say? I want a Coke in mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was busy for the last two weeks, really promoting this show, and I'm um I'm still I still got some other big things like late night coming up. I'm getting ready to do and some daytime TV. I'm getting ready to do, so I'm excited. I got some projects. I sold some stuff. I'm excited. Nice. Like you sold physical objects or you sold projects? I sold <laughs> projects. Okay. Can you give us any idea what? I'm just going to say no. more shit coming from Miss Pat. More shit coming from Miss Pat. Any cameos available for Dion and I? Oh, sure. I'm going to have to get y'all a cameo. I swear. If they, when they bring back the Miss Pat show, I'm going to have to get y'all one. Somebody, somebody at work when you came on, 
They go, wait a minute, you were on Miss Pat's Netflix special? I go, yeah, thanks for getting around to it. Because <laughs> nobody at work <laughs> <Yeah>. knew. <laughs> that, that has happened sporadically throughout the last like year or whatever, whenever it came out. Which is so cool to be on a Netflix special, but people are like, yeah, I tuned in to your friend Miss Pat. And then you were fucking there. What was going on? I was talking, motherfucker. <laughs> people always ask me, why was you so dressed up? I was like, I had a funeral to go to. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh and if you're, in the, if you're in the Patreon, you can go and listen to the... I made it a podcast because I recorded all the audio, and it's just 18 minutes of Miss Pat savaging Dion for looking nice. After how many years of friendship of telling you that you need to clean yourself up? <laughs> 17. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's always right. That day he was sharp. He looked like he was in the field. <laughs> <He looked> like, <laughs> what the- I was going to the upper room. <laughs> you look like you about to take your fucking trip to the upper room. <laughs> oh my God. The only way I'm going to get in is if I dress up. I can tell you that. Uh, you might be right. Because you're good. <laughs> God, I said, you ain't coming to here looking like that, dear. You need to take your black ass to hell. <laughs> I was in New York. Um, we was in New York, uh, and I saw the Michael Jackson play. Did I tell y'all about that? No. There's a Michael Jackson oh, play? Oh, my God, dear. You On Broadway. It. Yeah. I've heard oh, about it. I've seen some I clips. Tell you, Jordan. I mean, I mean, Jordan. Be <laughs> dear, you got to go. Oh my! It was the best three hundred and fifty dollars I ever spent. I, I went George. Okay, first of all, I'm not a big Broadway type person. I don't really want to go no motherfucking Broadway, right? So he, uh, George, like I'm telling you, I love this Michael Jackson. I'm like, boy, get the fuck out of my face. So I ended up, we ended, he ended up buying me a ticket, and I went, and I was like, oh my fucking god! The next day, I take my whole makeup and hair team. And, Sister, all of us go, and it was so fucking good. What is it? Is it like and, a bio thing? It's just like it tells the story of his life like really quick. And when you sit there, you're like, these motherfuckers really killed Michael. Everybody he thought was his friend betrayed him. It was, it made you, it, it made you cry tears of joy. Just to know the boy who playing him. Oh my God. So the first night we went, and we got we like three rows in front, right? And I'm with Jordan, and you know, my new fuck I am. I'm dancing, I'm hollering, I'm streaming. As they bowing, the whole cat said, Hey, me, Pat. I was like, Joe, like, you see them? Like, half the cast. And I was like, I said, what you talking about? He's like, they said, hey, me, Pat, these motherfuckers don't know who I am. And he's like, me, Pat. I was like, y'all know who the fuck I am? So me and Jordan stayed. You're and famous. I played, I played, who played Michael Jackson. It was, if y'all are in New York or going to New York, please go see Michael Jackson. Then Jordan Cooper got his play, Ain't No More, starting in November. I don't, that was the only two plays I ever been to that I don't mind that I want to go back and watch over and over again. Is this it? Is it called Beat Beat It? No, that's it. Can you hear that? Mm-mm. All right, hold on. It starts like that. Beautiful. That's it. And five, six, seven, come on. It is so, look at this kid, he look like Michael Jackson. He can sing his ass off. 
That's all his voice? That's his voice. That's not Michael, that's his voice. So sweet. I took a picture of it. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, Michael Jackson's... He's kind of like Elvis, where he achieved a level of fame that like very few people ever achieved it. He big now. He big now. Well, you know, yeah. when you when that, and then, looking at and then his play, team fucking killed him. Oh well, everybody killed him. I, I think he had a lot to do with the stress. Kill nobody. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that to you, Miss Pat. We won't <laughs> let you do drugs till you die. We promise. I, I won't do any drugs, but just to see that play. And to see this kid play Michael Jackson, you never feel like the real Michael Jackson is missing. I was just in awe how good he, the kid won a Tony too. Hmm. Uh, I was just so at awe at this play. And I was like, oh my fucking God. It was so fucking good, y'all. I'm telling you, if you're in New York area and you're listening to this podcast, go see the Michael Jackson play if you can get a fucking ticket. It blew me away. It blew, I'm going back out there. I will be in... Well, I'll be, I look like I'm going to be there uh, uh, the first week of November. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you got the festival? Yeah, so I'll be there that week. But I'm going to see Jordan play and Michael Jackson. I'm going to do both. What is Jordan? We should, we should, what is Jordan we should plan a trip, Chris. Yeah, we should go see it. Yeah, you should we come should, out and go festival. do both. Yeah. What's, what's Jordan's plays about? Um, <laughs> ain't no mo. Let's take a quick break. His play is about um, his play is about um, taking all our shit back from white people and go to Africa and leave y'all in America bored. <laughs> <laughs> so England, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was really fucking good. So. But it's it's a good fucking play. It's a good play. But yeah, y'all, we should get together the week of the tenth while I'm out there for the festival, and and um, come do it. November tenth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's see if we can do that, and we're gonna see Michael Jackson and Jordan. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was one of the best plays I ever seen. What about you? Yeah, because I took them. I was like, I came back raining. Y'all gotta see this goddamn play. Oh my fucking God, it's so good. Please, y'all, go see the Michael Jackson play. Go see the Michael Jackson play. And go see Jordan Cooper play Ain't No More on Broadway. It's starting in November, the first week of November. Is that Quisha? I'm going, I'm going to ninth. I'm going that week I'm there for the festival. And then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go... Um, the 30th. You're going to go see it twice in November. I'm going to see it three times in November. <laughs> that's cute. That's a, and you get bored at shit like that. You fall asleep in movies and Emmys and birthday um, parties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if y'all saw me on um, um, Norman Lear's. I didn't yet. Uh, but they showed us a lot. And I'm so glad Jordan kept waking me up. <laughs> but it was good it was really good so and joy was like oh i'm glad they didn't catch you sleeping all them times of shit it was after eight o'clock nigga and it was eight o'clock uh la time so i think that's 11 o'clock my time my body said cut off bitch 
And it was trying to cut the fuck off. Because I swear, my brains are connected to my bra scrap. Once my titties come down, it's like you're letting down the shades in the house. It's over. I'm sorry, but you said 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's like hand-me-downs. <laughs> 11 o'clock. <laughs> I, I say 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock? That is such a southern, like, 11 o'clock. Well, we say 11 o'clock. I was, I was on the radio the other day, and I was telling um, um, Tigger about White Dirt. He had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. And he was like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, my God. It was It's a southern shit. Like, I guess, like, South Me. Um, you know, just the shit we do. What else would we talk about last week? That he didn't know what it was. Oh, mustard diamonds. Mustard diamonds. Muscadines. Oh, muscadine jelly. Muscadine. Yeah, like the little fruit off the tree or whatever. Yeah, he he was like, that ain't no musk. What's that? I said muscadine, nigga. Well, we say muscadines. <laughs> I only so, know it because of the Duck Dynasty guys. They always did muscadine jelly. And I ain't I've never, never heard of shit like that. Muscadiamonds? Mm. You just had them for the first time. They're so fucking good, y'all. Try the muscadine. What do they taste like? It's like a nut with no skin in your mouth. Like a ball nut? You said that like I <laughs> like, like give I us a frame of reference. <laughs> like Dion clearly has not been sucking dicks with his rampant yeah, homophobia. <laughs> Come on, Dion. I know you taste your nut before. <laughs> your nuts. No, I have not. They're not quite long enough yet to throw them over my shoulder. You can't get in that? No. Uh, they got a texture to them. I can't explain it, but they're pretty fucking good. It's like a it's like a lychee. Oh, what a what? I don't, I don't like lychees. Whatever I did. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what it is. That's what she told me to say. I don't know what the fuck. It's what is a lychee? You just bust them in your mouth and keep going. Okay. Yeah, it definitely doesn't sound like something I want. <laughs> you, it's good. It's really fucking good. I'm telling you, y'all should try it. Hmm. So I got to go and do I'll, my show. I'll here. trust you about the play. I'm not busting things in my mouth and keep it moving. <laughs> and, and don't forget, guys, we got less than two weeks to go before the, pack, before the party. I'm so excited. Have you got your outfit oh. yet? I'm working on it, yes. Oh, shit, you I got to finish mine. Mine should be here next week. So let me say this to you guys. So we're going into October. Um, so I decided to give a monetary prize to the best dress. 90s. You don't have to be dressed up. You don't have to participate. Just come eat and have fun. Don't even. But if you have an outfit, and we, it's a, nobody knows the person that's gonna pick the winner in the room. But you, you don't be surprised if we call you up and bam, you have worn something nice because you really participated in the party outfit. Nice. No, so, everybody gonna be dressing up now. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna say how much, but. I'm telling you. So you there's know. a stage. Are we doing like a, are we just standing there like meeting people and hanging out? Because I plan on getting 
white girl wasted. So oh, am I gonna well, have to be like it's, it's it's feeding for two hundred, then it's lounge. So right. it's it's a lot, it's a little bit of everything. But we don't have to do like any like work as far as like the show <laughs> we or anything. Started with dancing. Okay. We got bars, we got food, we got we got a little bit of everything. Dion's gonna go full Montreal. Sleep upside yeah. down in his bed. Yeah, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm taking the shuttle. Best believe. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, wrong with that. So with that said, I gotta run and do my show here in Cleveland. So make sure y'all go to misspetcomedy.com for tickets for my up and coming shows. Uh, Davenport, uh, Davenport is next. Y'all sold out. Thank you so very much. Uh, and on to Austin and. Greenwood Village, Colorado. Colorado, Denver, Denver. Please get your tickets. I'm on my way. Uh, October. I hope you don't get sick again. October six to eight. I got sick in Denver. Yeah. Every time you oh, go up there, right. you'll know your sinuses get fucked up. And you buy out oh, the yeah, Hobby Lobby. Oh yeah, I can't breathe in that mile high state. Remember when she bought half the Hobby Lobby for Christmas, Dion? (laughs) And then she had it in some dude's warehouse or something? (laughs) (laughs) So make sure y'all get y'all tickets to come see me in Denver, Colorado, Austin, Houston, New Year Day. New Year week, the whole week I will be there from that Thursday to that Saturday. So please get your tickets to come. Come and hang out with me uh, for New Year's. Let's bring a New Year... Let's bring a new year in with fucking smiles on our faces and dildos in our backpacks. No. (laughs) (laughs) He don't want to (laughs) compete. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.